You are now listening to the Hunter's Advantage Podcast. We preserve the history and sport of hunting through curious conversation and action-packed hunts, as well as offering you tips and strategy for more successful hunts. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hunter's Advantage Podcast. This is episode number 96. In today's episode, I'm going to be riding solo. This is Christian Babcock. I am the host of the Hunter's Advantage Podcast. And in today's podcast, we're going to talk about three summer trail cam strategies to keep mature bucks on your property. Summer is one of the most exciting times of the hunting season for me because all of my excitement leads up to a kickoff in the fall and i love getting those summer velvet pictures of big bucks and that just really sets off and helps me get through the summer i'm not a water sports guy i'm not i'm really not a summer guy at all i don't really do much in the summer so looking at big bucks is really what gets me through the summer and i wanted to talk about some of the summer trail camp strategies that i use to keep mature bucks on some of my properties i think these ones are going to be beneficial for a lot of you guys that are hunting so like I said, this will be a pretty short episode. We'll talk about three quick tips for, for summer trail cams, how these are going to help you keep more mature bucks on your property this summer and hopefully harvest one in the fall. So let's get into it. So the number one tip that I have for you guys about summer trail cam strategies for keeping mature bucks on your property is to check your trail cameras less often. I know that seems probably a little counterintuitive at first because you want that um, that most recent information. But if you're anything like me, you probably get into the rhythm of checking your trail camera either every week or every other week. And that can actually be really detrimental to holding mature bucks on your property. Um, I don't know how many of you guys have listened to the Chasing Giants podcast, but Don Higgins, his top five bucks average over 200 inches. And one of the things that he says is the biggest reason for people not harvesting um, big mature bucks is intrusion. And the idea of intrusion is just going into your property for any reason at any time. You got to realize that whitetail are whitetail are prey animals. They're not predators, so their guard is always up, and they treat any sort of intrusion like some predator in their environment. They don't know what it is, but they're smelling scent or they're seeing you in there checking your cameras, and that to them is danger. And normal, you know, young naive deer might not take too much offense to you being in there checking your trail cameras, but mature bucks, when a deer is four and a half years old. And older, he no longer acts the same as he did before. He's a completely different animal. That animal is going to be ultra seclusive. I mean, it is so hard to kill a mature deer. And when you're in your property fairly often checking your trail cameras, you're giving him more opportunities to pick you out, more opportunities to know that you're there, and more sense of danger generally in his core area. I mean, I do remember being 15 years old and riding out to my grandma's 40 acre place. And any time, any chance that I had, I would go out there and check my trail camera. It didn't matter if it was, if I hadn't checked it for two days or I hadn't checked it in a month, I was going to check it if I went out there. And what I noticed through checking my trail cameras too often was that I would have really good deer and sometimes mature deer on camera, but it seemed like the more frequently that I checked my camera, the less frequently those deer started showing up. And I think that is just the cumulative effect of the pressure you're putting on when you're checking cameras. 
it's one of those things that every time you go in to check your trail cameras, you're leaving scent behind. And the more frequently you do that, the more odds that those deer are going to realize that there's something in there hunting them. Like we talked about before, these animals are prey animals. So they're very used to sensing danger, smelling different scents that aren't native to their environment and adapting their behavior to that. So if you're in there too often, it's really going to be detrimental. And I feel like a mature buck is going to adapt to that very quickly. He does not want anything in his core area that can be dangerous to him. Now, safety is his number one priority. So if you're in there often, don't be surprised if the big buck that is mature that you've been getting daylight pictures of starts using that place either less frequently or almost exclusively at night. So if you're telling me not to go in and check my cameras every week or even every two weeks, what would I recommend? My recommendation is checking them about once a month. If you're not using cell cameras, try to hold off as long as you can, but in between camera checks. And there's actually some better ways to go about it when you do check those cameras to make sure that you're not putting too much pressure on your property. And this moves us into the second strategy for keeping mature bucks on your property. So one thing that I like to do when I'm checking my trail cameras, especially in the summer, since in Oklahoma and Texas, we get some really good summer rains. I like to wait for a good summer rain to check my cameras. So I like to check for the radar. So what I'll do is I'll pay attention to the radar. And if we have a good summer rain coming in, let's say on Saturday, I'll go in the day before and I will check all my cameras. And this is actually another time where I like to spend hanging my tree stands or trimming limbs and just getting my setup overall ready for the fall. And what that will do if you wait for a good summer rain is it'll wash away most of that scent and most of that intrusion that you've had the day before if you get a real nice, good, heavy summer rain. So that's what I like to do is I like to strategically wait for these times where I know the scent that I am putting on the property is going to be washed away to some extent. And I know that's hard to, it's hard to plan out and do that. You know, if, if you're headed up on a certain weekend, that's the only weekend you have to, to prepare your property or to check your lease. It gets kind of tough to, to do that. So if, if at all you can, if you can at all, I would wait for a good summer rain to check those trail cameras. And, but if you can't wait for that, it's okay. It's okay to go in there and intrude just a little bit to check those cameras and to get that intel that you need. But like I said, if you're going to be going in there and you're not going to wait for a good rain, what I would recommend is at least waiting a month to check your trail cameras. And honestly, it's more fun to me to check them once a month because there's going to be a lot more photos. As long as you have a big enough memory card in your camera, you'll be able to get all the photos that you normally would. And checking them in bigger batches is a lot more fun to me. I don't like looking at a couple hundred photos. I think it's fun to sit and look at 800 pictures of summer velvet bucks and kind of watch the progression of antler growth in a month long period, because that can actually be a lot of antler growth. So that's what I'd recommend for the first two tips for summer trail cameras is one, check them less often. And number two would be wait for a good summer rain to check them, which moves us into number three. Number three is to use cell cameras whenever possible. So we talked about intrusion. We talked about deer being a prey animal that is consciously and very often aware of its environment and aware of things that are not supposed to be there. Deer are constantly doing that. That's all their existence is, is keeping away from prey and sorry, keeping away from predators and staying alive. So anytime that you can limit your intrusion into that property, it's going to be a better outcome for you come the fall. 
So this is why one of the, this is one of the reasons that I started running almost strictly cell cameras on leased ground or any sort of private ground that I hunt. And the reason for that is, is I can go in there and leave a Tacticam reveal with a solar panel for up to three months at a time before my memory card gets filled. And I don't have to go into that property at all, as long as I have food. And that is one of the big advantages to a cell camera as you're able to gather that intel that you need and watch that summer progression as deer are putting on more antler size without having to access the property at all. So you're giving them, you're creating almost a sanctuary for deer when you stay out of the property and cell cameras is one of the tools that you can use to do that and not have to intrude. And I know there's a big debate about cell cams and how expensive they are. Yes, they are much more expensive than regular cameras. And two, they also incur a consistent cost with data plans. But in my opinion, you got to think about gas prices right now too in this Biden economy. I mean, gas is almost $5 a gallon. So if you're driving any period at all, it's probably worth uh, picking up a couple cell cams. I know Tacticam is $7 per camera, I think a month for unlimited pictures. And so if you're driving more than you know, 20 miles or something to check your cameras, it's probably worth picking up some cell cameras and just paying for that consistent data plan. Uh, I use these on my lease and it's awesome because I set out a couple of Tacticams yesterday on my lease and I'm already getting pictures. I'm already getting pictures of, of velvet bucks. And I was in there just yesterday. And just like I talked about in this episode, it rained like hell yesterday in Southwest Oklahoma and all of that scent that I walked through that property and the four-wheeler that we rode and all the intrusion that we did was washed. Most of the intrusion that we did was washed away because of that good summer rain we just got. So those cell cams are already giving me data that I wouldn't have had before. So let's say I waited a month and went up in July and checked that camera for the first time. I wouldn't be able to see all that progression in real time. And you know, really it's just a cost thing with mm -hmm. cell cams. I, I think they're definitely worst incurring the cost. I mean, my lease is over five hours away from me, so there's no way that I could go check it every single month, but this just, it's just something you're going to, you'll have to weigh out in your own mind is, is the cost worth the reward in my mind it is. And if anything else, um, not only to just get the, the pictures of the deer every single day, but also be so that you can stay out of your property. I think one of the biggest reasons that people aren't harvesting the quality of buck or mature bucks that they might have nighttime photos of is the amount of intrusion that are, they're putting on their property. Any piece of pressure that you can eliminate by using very smart summer trail cam strategies, like checking your cameras less often, like waiting for a good summer rain to check those cameras and using cell cams wherever possible, these things are going to help you harvest more mature bucks and keep those bucks on your property. Don't give those bucks any reason to leave. And if you are walking in, trampling through, checking these cameras often, it's not going to be a great outcome for you guys come the fall. And, you know, maybe it will because every buck's personality is different, but I'm just generally speaking here when I say that big bucks do not like people being around. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to do a quick episode for you guys. And just give you some things that I'm thinking through um, in the summer to keep these big bucks on my property. A lot of us don't have very big properties. I have a hundred acre lease and I want to do everything that I can to keep those bucks on my place all summer. So that when that comes fall, 
they know, hey, I have a safe sanctuary on this property where I can live and thrive with no pressure from no outside pressure from anything but just normal predators that live on the property. So with that, thank you guys for listening. If you're getting some great summer buck pictures and want to share them with somebody or you don't have any buddies to share them with, or maybe you do, we want to see them. So check us out and send them to the Hunters of Vantage crew so we can message back and forth with some great summer buck pictures. And you can send those to us on Instagram, which our Instagram is just at hunters underscore advantage. You can share them with us on TikTok as well. We're very active on that platform um, as well. But anyways, we want to see your summer trail cam pictures. And if you got any cool ones to share with us, make sure to send them to us on Insta or TikTok. And also, we've been breaking some personal records with the podcast downloads. And in the last week, we were ranked in we were ranked number 79 in all of Wilderness Podcasts. And let me tell you why that's impressive. To me, it's really impressive because um, Wilderness doesn't just include hunting. It has biking, camping, survival, hunting, and fishing podcasts. So I think it, it means a lot to just say that we're ranked in the top 100 alone. But being top 79 is awesome and and we couldn't do it out with, without you guys' support and you guys listening to the podcast and you guys consuming it on a consistent basis and so i just wanted to take a second and say thank you to the hunters advantage community whether you've been listening to the podcast when we started it in 2019 or you just came over and this is your first episode that you're listening to because you found us on youtube or tiktok we appreciate you guys and we thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and if you're enjoying it we have one favor to ask you. We do this. We don't make much money off the podcast at all. So one way that you guys could uh, just tip your hat or say thank you to us would be leaving us a rating and review. And you can do that either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We love ratings, but we more than ratings, we love reviews when you guys write something nice about the podcast. And we would really appreciate that. And I did want to say quickly, on June 10th, we are going to have Charles Beatty, the Prince of Poachers, and Pat Lane back on the podcast. I know that's one of our most popular episodes we've ever had. Um, since the audience is enjoying it so much, we're going to do one more episode with Charlie and try to get some new stories out of him. So just mark your calendars and be ready. We're going to do a full video version of that on YouTube, and then we'll obviously post it on the podcast platforms as well. Um, but anyways, guys, keep keep sharing the message. Keep downloading. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Um, any way you guys can share it helps us so we can reach more hunters and you guys can help us create more efficient and ethical hunters through our message. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for checking out the Hunter's Advantage podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to the podcast. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.